Hello, everyone, and welcome to Journey to Success Radio, a show featuring people and companies who are making a positive contribution to the world. This show will help you learn how to apply success principles in every area of your life so that you can make the most out of your skills and talents and accomplish more of your goals. To find out more about the show, please visit www.journeytosuccessradio.com. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Journey to Success Radio Network. My name is Tom Tutal Cunningham. I'm a Napoleon Hill Foundation certified instructor and resiliency expert helping people to live positively through the many and varied challenges of life. My guest today is the amazing Nikki Clark. I met Nikki at Norma Nicholson's Ignite for Youth event in Mississauga a few weeks ago. She was the I don't know if you call it a master of ceremony or a mistress, mistress. of ceremony. Mistress. mistress, there you go. Nikki <laughs> is uh, Jamaican-born, and she went from being a college professor to launching her talk show, The Nikki Clark Show, in 2012. The show invites people from all walks of life to share their heart stories taped in front of a live audience. Nikki also launched her online TV network, uh, www.nickyclarknetwork.com in May of 2014, for which she produces seven online TV shows on various topics, everything from real estate, world politics, women's wellness. I think I saw one on food and uh, uh, as well. And so welcome to the show today, Nikki. Thank you so much. It's such a, a privilege to be speaking with you. I I admire what you do and I admire who you are, so I, I'm glad to have connected with you and and share my journey. And I'm excited to have you on the show. Uh, now, Nikki, let me start. Uh, I'm a Napoleon Hill fan, as you know, certified instructor, and Napoleon Hill talks about the number one success principle being definiteness of purpose. Uh-huh. How did you come from being Jamaican-born Nikki Clark to college professor and now your own online TV network. Uh, How did your life purpose shape out for you? And uh, what were some of the steps along the way for you to realize what you were really meant to do, your God-given purpose? I think my moments of clarity happened when I stopped feeling stressed about what I did. I just had um, an unshakable faith that kind of evolved over the last, I would say, seven years, having made that um, grand departure from teaching, you know, at uh, the college level to attempt this new territory as an entrepreneur. Mm-hmm. And and the, um, the stress that I was feeling that um, kind of, uh, created anxiety and and sometimes even moments of falling into an abyss of depression, just being very honest. That mm-hmm. dissipated when I started to do things that I really enjoyed that um, helped me to yes, become self-sufficient and also give back. So when that happened, then, um, I mean, the work workload increased, but the clarity increased and the stress kind of dissipated. 
so that was when I realized this is what I need to be doing. This is my passion because I'm smiling to my next assignment. I'm um, <laughs> connecting with people I really enjoy being around. I am involved in campaigns that make me feel good about being who I am. So this is what I'm meant to do. Wow. And, and some uh, real... that was what it was for me. <laughs> and there's some there's some real clues in your answer there for our listeners. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You know, you may have a job that is prestigious in the eyes of the world, but if you if you dislike it and it's causing stress and depression, maybe it's time to find your real purpose and pursue that purpose. And it seems like it was the right move for you. And uh, congratulations to you because a college professor is a pretty well-respected profession and not a lot of people would have had the guts to leave that uh, to start their own unknown venture. And so congratulations on having the courage to do that. Did it take you a while to get to do that uh, or was yeah. it just once you realized, okay, I'm stressed and depressed, I need to do something different? Um, and, and don't get me wrong, I love teaching. I love teaching. That's still part of who I am, and I think I've carried on the teaching principles into another classroom in front of the camera, but um, I, I think the reason why I wasn't feeling happy is because I knew that there was something else, that I was not um, feeling confident about attempting to do. The fear was making me upset. The fear was making me anxious. That was what it was. It wasn't anything really to do with uh, the people around me um, at the college or anything. It was actually a really great experience other than I just knew that there was, I, I felt an emptiness because there wasn't that part that was being utilized, that spirit part that was mm -hmm. um, not being filled. So once I filled it, then everything I see right now is falling into place. I'm gravitating to the people who I need to carry me on this um, divine mission and vice versa. And I'm, I'm hearing them saying, you're, you're the piece in my puzzle. So we're all um, interconnected uh, one way or the other if we listen. And uh, for many years, I was tuning out of that inner voice that was guiding me. And now that I've decided to take moments of meditation and listen, and there's so many messages that are there for each and every one of us if we just take that time. And um, that will guide us through our purpose. And that's what happened it. for me over the last two years. And now I can say, you know, things aren't perfect. I'm not going to be saying that at all. But things are great because um, I'm moving into that, like you said, that place of a purpose-driven life. I like that. And I like to use the word divine mission. Uh, I used to have what's called, a Napoleon Hill calls a definite purpose, but I changed it to God-given definite purpose. Mm -hmm. Because the purpose I had defined was one that was not what my, I believe God put me on earth to do. And so when you do find that divine mission, yeah. yeah. Life life is exciting after that, isn't it? It does. It does. You see life in a completely different light. Uh you understand why things happen. You react to things differently. And you you just have this it, it may be annoying for some on the outside to see, but you have this like 
unyielding optimism because you've just decided that <laughs> you ha- you have made the choice that this is going to be the outcome, and I've decided that it's going to be a positive outcome no matter what happens. You know what nice. I mean? So yeah, I love it, and to and to move. Uh, you still, when you make or follow your God-given purpose, you still are going to have fear, but I find it's more like an exciting fear where you're, like, yeah. interested in learning and interested in, you know, even if you have to make a few mistakes along the road, when you are pursuing your divine purpose, you really, uh, the fear is different. It's like uh, you still have it, but you're excited to learn and to try new things, and so it doesn't go away. But it certainly the fear becomes uh, more interesting rather than stressful. Yeah, I, I try not to use the um, the word fear because fear to me uh, connotes a lack of something or um, uh, you know something that that kind of depletes you as a as a as a person. Um, I I kind of look at feelings of um, maybe a little discomfort. But I, I think I need to feel that in order to be challenged. Because I, I, I feel like if I'm too comfortable all the time, something's wrong. You know what I mean? But, um, <laughs> right, right. You know, but it, it's, uh, yeah, it, it's a great way to evolve. And, um, yeah, just being open and being receptive to the messages and, and taking what they are offering to you and and you and being able to utilize them um, is a wonderful thing. Nice. Yeah. Now, you have an amazing program that I've been really excited about and reading about the last few days on your website. Let's, let's give people your website. Not everyone knows how to spell Nikki the way you spell it. So N I N I K K I T L A R K E Network. Dot com. So Nikki yeah. Clark Network.com. Yeah. Nikki N I K K I and Clark C L A R K E Network.com. You have a very cool program. Tell me about your Clark Media Arts and your Youth Mentorship Program. Yes, uh, thank you. This is something that um, was developed over the past, I would say, three years. What had happened was I was invited to speak at um, a a neighborhood center to a group of, um, I, I would say, 12 to 16-year-olds. And it was the presentation to inspire them, basically. And I talked very candidly about growing up as the only Jamaican on the block, <laughs> the only Jamaican <laughs> family um, amongst uh, French-speaking you know, neighbors. And some of the things that I had to endure that weren't so great, like, you know, Maybe first forms of bullying, um, racism as an early ch- as an early you know childhood experience, and then taking those lessons and then um, moving into uh, another neighborhood that was more reflective of my community, my culture and and my language, and that shift. And I, I was just trying to tell them that there are things in life that happen that um, may not be the most positive in the beginning, but it doesn't have to shape you in a way to, you know, break your character. It can actually build your character. And and from the time I finished that um, speech, the um, executive director of the uh, neighborhood center came up to me and he says, do you realize that 
the whole time you were speaking, there was pin drop silence. I said, no, I, I thought maybe, you know, they're just really attentive. They said, no, they don't actually listen to the keynote speakers when we bring them. And I, and I said, wow, that's a great compliment. Thank you. And he goes, what is it that you do? I want to know more about you. So from that point, we started talking about um, some of the things that I like to do. And then I introduced the idea of having a program for, for youth, 12 to 16, mm-hmm. about um, introducing them to the idea of online TV production. So I would show them the ropes on how to write a script, how to edit, and how at the end of the modules to have their own video, how to put this together. So the premise of it is is not only to, um, you know, use their creative abilities to collaborate as a team, um, but and also to, you know, use this as an opportunity to see if this is something they want to do as a career path. So three things right. were the goals of the program, and the executive directors were like, yes, I'm all for it. So it took two years in the making <laughs> um, to get the actual funding behind it and the support, but this was launched last summer at Eastview Neighborhood Resource Center, and now I'm trying to extend it to other programs in different schools and community centers to help um, people, uh, especially the youth, and especially at-risk youth, to use these skills to help them um, develop, as a, you know, develop themselves uh, through their, you know, creative ability or even develop themselves through um, communication skills or um, to have this as a career opportunity. And um, it's been going well. But it's wow. it's it's a it's a process of being patient. Um, there's no such thing as an overnight success in my book. Um, so it's still developing, but I am very encouraged by the fact that there is support and it's growing. And I I hope that um, yeah more can be done so that it can reach more children who need this program. You know right. who 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 never had that chance. And um, it, I see it also helping children who are introverts really come out of the shells and to um, use this to express themselves, just like uh, writing as a way of you know cleansing the soul or or um, a performing arts. This is another way of sharing um, that they never had before. I had one um, one young girl, I think she's about 14 years old. She identified with a star, I forgot her name, but she identified with a star who had been bullied throughout her high school career. And in this, she was relaying um, some of the experiences she had as, as, uh, you know, a victim of of being bullied. And I thought, what a beautiful way to uh, not only cleanse her soul, but to really share her story through video. So this is, this is a way to really, you know, as a creative therapy, to get some of the expressions out. And if that's what it takes, then I, I definitely want to be a part of that. There's a lot of children out there who are stressed, who are hurting, uh, who are not heard. And this is a really great way, I think, to facilitate that expression. I love it. And you mentioned introvert, and the world may not see it, but I am an introvert. And 
Yeah, this gives an amazing opportunity for introverts to get involved in something interesting, exciting, mm-hmm. and to get their story told. And, you know, the, people love stories. And so and I had gone through some of the videos of the people that have gone through the program, and, wow, they are excited. So I know this is a great program. And to get funding from the City of Toronto is not easy. It has to obviously be a very good program for you to do that. So congratulations on that. I love anything to do with youth and you're helping them gain confidence, maybe explore a new career, get their story told, and those are all things that youth need. And so I love that initiative. Now, let's talk about your online TV network. You have seven online shows. Why seven? Why did not this decide... I'm going to do one show. Well, it actually started off as one show about a year ago. It was my show. <laughs> it was the only one <laughs> that was there. Yeah, uh, so the Nikki Clark show is the flagship show. And then I decided last May that I'm going to use my experience to help other people to develop their own show ideas. I had no one to mentor me. I basically, Well, actually, my... Um, my mentor is Oprah, so I would, mm. you know, watch her and, and read what she put out, and, and that was kind of, this is who I model after, but I thought, wouldn't it be great to have someone who is tangible, someone who's close by, who's a phone call away or an email away or a text away to guide um, another person through the process of developing a show idea, so that's what I do. I coach people. I show them um, how to interview I show them the basics on how to put together um, a TV program built for online programming. And uh, so far, it's been working great. So one show has gone to seven. I've actually signed up two more, so it's going up to nine uh, by the end of this week. And it's, it's um, like I said, it, with, just like the youth, with their need for self-expression, it's the same thing for a, what I call content producers who I recruit. Mm. They're looking for ways to express themselves creatively. They're also using this as a platform to become authorities on their particular area of expertise. Right. Uh, for example, um, we have a real estate show um, by Carmela Capillaris, which is fantastic. She's been in uh, the real estate business for 30 years but she wanted to take it a little step further by um, blending in um, uh, people who are not only real estate agents but have inspirational messages to share. So she's put them and given them this platform on her show to, to do just that, and it's, um, it, it's creating a real you know, community vibe. And, and, and that's really the, uh, the premise of what I'm doing with the online programming is to offer alternative inspirational programs. I don't own a TV. I stopped watching TV uh, a few years ago, and I don't think I'm missing a whole lot <laughs> because <laughs> I, I I could watch one soap opera, leave it for a year, and it's still developing the same plot that I left a year ago. So it's you know it, it's done. I understand what, you know, they have to do, the you know, TV producers have to do to pay the bills. But I yeah. thought, why don't I do do something a little bit different? Offer people something um, of of a departure from what they're used to and to have something that is fresh, 
24 hours of online inspirational programming. Who wouldn't want that? There's no regulatory right. body. Uh, people can watch at their convenience any time of the day, anywhere in the world. They don't have to be part of a cable program, a p- cable package. They don't have to actually pay to watch. It's all free. And I said, okay, this, this has got to work. And I, <laughs> um, and I, I pitched it to a couple of people, and I left it. And then some people from, from I'm not even know, I don't even know how they connected with me, approached me with the idea, and I said, well, we heard about you, and I, I, I'd like to know how we can put our heads together to create the show that I have. What, what can we do? And then take it from there. And then the universe just makes this thing happen. And like I said, then one show becomes nine. Right. So what I'd like to do, and I see myself doing, is to creating um, a structure, uh, like um, a sort of a home for this network. And like I said, it's about, e- it's about the community. It's not about my ego. I'm just the, the front, front line girl, you know, um, helping to put this together. But I'd like to have a building where we could have a place for different sets, different uh, arranged sets for the different content producers. Mm -hmm. There could also be an area where people can facilitate workshops to help develop the different skills and media, uh, where it be public speaking, image consultation, um, writing, whatever it is, as long as it's developing in the media realm. And then also have another area as a school for children to learn media production. I see this in the future, and and if I keep going the way it's going, then I, I believe it'll get there in the next five years. Okay, well, if that I was one of your questions. Get, yeah, I believe it'll get there before the next five years. Yeah. So that's <laughs> um, that's that's what I've been doing, and and. You know, people say, well, do you sleep? I mean, you're so busy, but I'm having a lot of fun. I'm meeting some really good people. Uh, and, I, you know, you, you, you sometimes uh, you have to go through the bad to get to the good. And, and I, you know, I've been there. I've, I've had to weed out what I thought were authentic relationships. And, and it turns out that they were not. They were not supportive. They were not reciprocating the same good energy I was giving them. So, yeah, I had to go through um, the quagmire of not-so-great relationships. But moving right. out of that, now I'm at a place where I can discern and I can see what is authentic and I can see what is going to serve me and how it's going to serve the community in the end. Because I think that is what I'm here to do, it's to serve. Nice. And, and, and through uh, service comes success. Right. Right. As Zig Ziglar says, if you help enough other people get what you want, you can get whatever you want. I noticed, uh, one, of, I noticed one of your shows is hosted by the amazing Amanda Willett, who is one of my LinkedIn connections and who I see lots of uh, posts about. And uh, she has, what is it, the Blissful Living Show. Yes. The Blissful Living Show is a show that uh, explores different elements of um, wellness principles, specifically for women, as women have their own identifiable things that um, are are different from men in terms of what they need. So Amanda approaches different speakers, and we 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 delve into areas that help to promote women's wellness, physical, 
spiritual and um, mental realms. Nice. Now, yeah. uh, um, what other projects do you have coming up? You would think that running six uh, six TV networks would be enough. But I know that you have. <laughs> I know you have lots of other things on the go, and that uh, you're getting approached by a lot of people uh, as you build your network and connections. So. What other interesting, cool, exciting things are we going to be expecting from you? Well, right now I'm I'm working with um, a friend of mine, uh, Bob McLean, and we are partnering up to uh, create a very intensive uh, weekend workshop on how to um, leverage your media exposure to the maximum, basically. So it's it's to teach you how to um, put together a TV show, and also how to use your message to grow your business. Uh, so Bob has been in—he's um, been an entre- entrepreneur for many years. He's an entrepreneur coach, so he comes with uh, incredible skills. And then, um, you know, merged with what I know in the media and and the other uh, areas of expertise. We're putting this together in September. Uh, so I'll have the dates available for you and the location and, and the cost and all that good stuff. We're also going to be taking it to New York City in July, uh, a shorter version of the two-weekend, the, the two-day weekend event that's coming up in September, uh, July 8th from 1 to 5. And uh, we'll have the location available this week on my website. So a lot of great things are happening. I'm going international. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Um, June June 12th and 13th, I'm the media sponsor for the um, Montreal African Fashion Week, so I'm excited about that to see the great designs coming out of Montreal. And then in July, I plan on going to Jamaica uh, for two reasons, to spend some time with my family, my parents live there, and also to see um, what connections I can make to have a show somewhere at a resort. So that is that would my be next. Hot. Yeah, that would be hot, literally. And yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, a show from a resort. <laughs> that would be yeah. nice. Yeah, yeah. I think, I think I could get a couple of you know, people supporting that idea. Right. And yeah, and then I have uh, occasional speaking engagements that go on um, throughout the year, and then people um, ask me to sing at different functions. So it's 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 an exciting time to. Uh, do things that I really love and, and wow, and then people actually pay me for it. That is amazing. So. <laughs> right. It is, isn't it? It is. It is. And we didn't even talk about the singing yet, but uh, at the event uh, where we were at a few weeks ago, you, I think, did you sing a little song? No, I, I forgot remember. my music. <laughs> oh, okay. But, I forgot my music. But, talk about but yeah, the, the intention part. was to sing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, talk about that singing. Uh, not a lot of speakers and TV people also are singers, and yet from your website, I gathered that this is something you love to do, and you do it somewhat regularly. I, I do. I love music. Uh, music is part of my life, and I'm actually classically trained um, from um, McGill Music uh, Conservatory of Music. That's where I, I learned from the time I was 12, and then this got involved in vocal ensembles and choir, you know, um, arrangements in high school. And then I, I went off uh, from the classical part of it to rhythm and blues and soul uh, when I was a teen. 
and uh, listen to great people like Aretha Franklin and Anita Baker and um, all these great singers. And I said, yeah, I, I want to, I want to do something like that. That's that's pretty cool. So I got involved in some local bands and and uh, started to do a little performing uh, in my you know early 20s, my early career. And then I put it on the shelf to start a family, uh, which which is amazing. Um, have three children. And I didn't do anything with the music, although I had it, you know, burning inside me. And, and I also write. I just didn't wow. really do anything with it. I was My focus was to make sure that my family, you know, thrived. That was, right. that was my purpose. But yeah. now that my children are adults, <laughs> um, I have two girls and a boy. My, my girls are 24 and 21, and my son is 19. I feel now is my second chance to come out and start performing. And I I was the person that supported performers for many years. Um, I, I have an ability to hear if something is a hit or not. You know, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm, I'm that uh, Simon Cowell that people fear. I, I'm, I'm pretty good at, you know, understanding um, what, you know, when notes are flat or sharp and that because of this um, ability and giving feedback to other artists, you know, I would help them, but I never did anything with my own um, talent. So now, in the last two years, I have given permission to myself to go out and start to perform again. And at my shows, at uh, the Nikki Clark show taping, I perform every single taping. That's just something that's built into the script. So when I when I do my introduction, you can expect a song from me. If it's if it's not an original composition, then it's it's a really popular cover, and I that's how we set the tone for a great show, and it and it works. Wow, amazing! Now, uh, Nikki, I'm a I'm a big uh, fan of Canada. I think it is a global blessing to live in Canada. Uh, especially I've been in hospital 40 times and with our oh my goodness our god bless you with our healthcare system uh, the cost is you know, is always zero uh, tell me about uh, you were born in Jamaica and how did you end up coming to Canada and uh, tell me about your experience with Canada because we we do have a pretty amazing country oh we do i am very fortunate to be a canadian uh, my parents made that decision in 1969 to leave their, you know, beloved country and to start fresh. And they, they just had me. I was a two-year-old, and they wanted to do something to provide for their, their growing family. So at that time, Pierre Elliott Trudeau was a very popular prime minister, as you know. Yeah, um, he created, yeah, a lot of, many West Indians have a great uh, affinity for him because of what he did for the immigration policy. So at, during that time, um, the port of entry for most West Indians was through Montreal, Quebec, uh, because of this new immigration policy. And my parents took that opportunity to um, to go through there to see what they could do to rebuild a life. And I was left behind with my grandmother for a year, and my parents reestablished themselves. Um, find jobs. They had to learn French in order to be granted, right. I guess, la- landed citizenship. And then a year later, 1970, in the dead of winter, December 1970, I came along as a three-year-old. 
Uh, my mother picked me up, and uh, we came to our part of Montreal, which was all French, an all-French neighborhood. And I was just barely learning English. <laughs> so um, I, I was fluent in Patois and uh, learning a little bit of English, and now I had to learn French. So it's, it's just one of those things where you're, I think children are amazing at being um, adaptable, had to adapt to not only the, the climate, but to the culture, to the language, and to this day, I, I'm so closely connected to Montreal. I was just there this weekend celebrating uh, one of my best friend's uh, wedding. She got um, married on on Saturday, and I, I just I feel like Montreal is my home, you know, because of <laughs> just the the spiritual connection I had from the time I was a child. So right. this is um, this is a, a wonderful country, a wonder a wonderful country that brings hope to um, people looking for refuge, looking for a fresh start, looking for opportunities. If here, uh, there, there's nothing that is perfect, but it, there's always greatness if you look in the right places. And, you know, I, I've had my experience of actually um, leaving Canada for two years to teach in Jamaica. Um, and... Uh, Jamaica is a wonderful country, but I really appreciated all the gifts that we had in Canada and all the free resources that are available that I didn't understand until I was taken out again as an adult to really make that clear observation. So we are very privileged. We are very fortunate to be uh, in a country where, like you said, the, the free health care um, and and the myriad of other free resources that we have that we mm-hmm. maybe people don't you don't realize until you're taken out of the environment um, how precious that is. So I understand it. I'm grateful for it. And um, yeah, and 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 knowing that, I I want to give back because I feel that I, I have been uh, fortunate enough. I I am privileged so that I can do that. Right, and, yeah. and I love that. I love that. I feel that there's so many people that don't do any volunteering, and I figure it's, it's kind of like a, it's kind of like annoying God because you've been blessed to live in one of the greatest countries in the world, and yet you do nothing to go out and assist other people or make their lives better. And so you're so right. Uh, there, we have so many great things in Canada. We pay a lot of taxes, but we look after people that need help, and mm-hmm. I really love it. And let's give a shout-out to your parents, because, wow, that is a tough decision to make, to leave your It is, it is. They, they left their family. They had no family members in Canada, but they had a dream, and they had the courage. You're right. So big up to Peter and Pat Clark, <laughs> and I'll Amazing. be seeing them shortly. Wow, and there's even um, people in Canada that have a hard time learning French. So for them to go from Jamaica, learn a new language, uh-huh. miss you for a year, like a year, that yeah, be, that must be dreadfully hard for a mother and a father to leave their daughter behind. So good for them, good for them, and uh, they've obviously done well with you. And then moving to Canada obviously has been a really good thing for both you and them. So. Congratulations to them for uh, choosing a great country to come to. 
Yeah, they made the right choice, so I'm grateful for that. And and for my children, they they are Jamaican Canadian, so they are blessed with both worlds. They can use whichever nationality they want. But uh, yeah, yeah, it's it's a it's a fantastic thing when people realize what they have. Right. So uh, tell people again your website, uh, where they can find you. Um, I also know that your TV network is the your TV show is broadcast live. Where do you broadcast it from? Where's your website? And give a few people a few details about how to reach you. Uh, absolutely. Well, they they can go directly to the website, the Nikki Clark Network. That's N I K K I C L A R K E Network dot com, and all the icons uh, for the different social media outlets that I'm um, connected with. They can find me there. All my contact information, phone number, email is on the website. I'm on Facebook. I'm on Twitter. I'm on LinkedIn. I'm on Google Plus. I'm Twitter. Uh, definitely yeah. accessible. And uh, if they'd like to come to uh, a live taping of mine, the listing of all the forecasted shows is on um, the website show page. You just look up upcoming events and you'll mm-hmm. see where it will be and the location. Uh, we do tape in front of a live audience, but the show is edited. So it's it's not um, broadcasted live, but uh, it's, it's the the live experience is great for me. It doesn't work for all the content producers, but it's great for me because I love to feed off the energy of people who right. come to watch, and and it's a great dynamic where I can learn from the audience and they can learn from me. So it's a sharing experience, and that's what I love. So if if that's something that you like. Uh, you'll you know get the benefit of uh, great guests and also performances. We also give a lot of great things away. Uh, we have gifts to the audience members that come, and it's at the White Elephant. Uh, the White Elephant is a Thai restaurant in the heart of downtown Toronto, 366 Queen Street East, and the, the cross street is Parliament. So it's just a little bit east of the Eaton Center. Uh, so beautiful, beautiful venue. Uh, great healthy Thai food, and um, amazing inspirational entertainment. So if, if you're ready for that, uh, this is going to be a, a great date night for you to get out of the house, have some fun with your partner, your friends, and um, and and be inspired. Nice. Yes, I see the next one is May 27th, and then yes. we have one June 17th. So good opportunity, as you said, date night, nice restaurant, hear some encouraging, positive uh, stories. And it's great to do it in front of a live audience. I'm sure your guests uh, enjoy speaking to a live audience. It brings them more energy as well. It, it does. And this works great for, you know, people who are naturally extroverted. And then this is a challenge for the introvert, but they enjoy it. They enjoy it at the end of the day because it, it pushes them a little bit further because they, they do want to be uh, around people and they, and they want to, um, you know, come out of their shell and, and to have um, an opportunity to directly show who they are. When, when you're buying something, you buy from someone you like. Now, how, how better to um, do that than to face that person and to show them who you really are? You know, we, so we're we're coming there and using that as a platform to be authentic, and to make um, authentic connections. And I'm finding that people are creating that after the show. The networking is really the plus from the live event. Right. Uh, great That's- friendships are being formed, and and business connections are being made. So I, I I'm just over the moon happy about 
that's um, evolving. Right, and people would rather hear some positive, motivating, encouraging stories than uh-huh. watch watch TV. So I know <laughs> I know the audience is gonna love the show. I've watched a few episodes, and uh, uh, the reaction from the audience it really does add value. So uh, I encourage people if you're in the Toronto area, go and attend a live show. It, it would be a lot of fun. Uh, and bring someone with you as a as a date. It would be something that is not something that you normally do, but something you will enjoy. So that's always nice when you're on a date to do something that's a little original, but also fun and motivating and encouraging yeah. at the same time. Thank you. And I, I'm going to ask everyone, I'm going to ask you this in front of everyone. I'd like to invite you to be a guest on the show. Whenever you mm-hmm. have time, I'd love for that to happen. Uh, to to meet too tall and, you know, come meet him in person and, and hear your incredible message. Nice. I will be there. I will be there. Now, okay, the so we'll set it up. Nice. To end the show, why don't we brag on our friend Norma Nicholson a little bit and her Ignite for Youth movement, the Helping Youth at Risk. Uh, that's where we met. It was an amazing day with some great speakers and some great information. Uh, how do you know Norma and uh, drag on your friend a little bit because she's a great lady? She is. Norma is someone who inspires me. She is uh, a leader in the community. Uh, she is someone I call self-made. Uh, she, she, she uses her story not to um, receive pity but to motivate people. To, to to help people understand that you know they can achieve success, they can achieve greatness uh, through her example. And I met Norma through um, another emceeing event that I had. Uh, it was for a um, it was a fundraiser for a woman's shelter, and she saw what I did, and I um, I we just connected. You know, she invited me to come and speak uh, April 20th. That was when we had the Ignite for Youth uh, conference. And I absolutely, you know, I said yes. And then um, I invited her to come to be one of the guests on the show because her message moved me so much. And also um, going through her book, uh, she wrote for youth, I thought so many people would benefit from this story. That, you know, she needs to share it with the larger audience. The world needs to hear this this uh, incredible transformational message that she has to deliver. So she came on the show December 17th, and, and she made fantastic connections from that. And, and we just kept in touch. So, you know, we, we don't get to speak every day, but I, I, can, I can say that, you know, if, if she posts anything on social media, I'm liking it right away or I'm sending my <laughs> message of encouragement. And she does the same for me. And I I am so grateful to have someone like that in my corner, and vice versa. I'm there for her uh, because the the ripple effect of her grace and her intelligence and her kindness is huge. It's a tsunami of great things that can happen when you're around her. So I I I love to. Um, be around her. I love to, you know, be involved in what she's doing, and uh, yeah, I can't say enough. And I, I know that she wanted. Um, I, I know that a lot of people supported her for the Marty, 
It was yeah. the Marty Award, the Mississauga did, yeah. Arts Award. Yeah. Um, yeah. To be the, I think, the author of the year. Uh, yeah. I don't believe she she got the honor of this year, but it doesn't matter. Uh, she she is, you know, who she is. She's a winner, and she produces right. winners. And her heart is so huge for children, um, you know, at that impressionable age where they could go off that track so easily because mm-hmm. of where they're coming from, um, from homes that are not providing the 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 love they need, not providing the security they need, and then they go out and, and get themselves in situations that are harmful in order to find that love. I love how she's there to bring them back, you know, and, um, yeah, it, it takes a very special person to do that, and I think she's one of one of the earth angels that I've been lucky to meet. Yes. I agree, and uh, the phrase, uh, no child left behind, comes to mind when I think of uh, a Norma, because uh, a lot of kids that other people would write off and say, you know, let me mentor or spend my time with kids going in a positive direction. Norma will, will pour her life and her energy into those kids that other people are ignoring or putting mm-hmm. to the side. Yep. She will not leave the child behind, uh, no matter what their current situation looks like. Right, right. Uh, so she knows to separate the behavior from the child. Don't judge the child. Look at the behavior, and the behavior is the result of something they're missing emotionally. That's just all, what it is. And once and you many replace of us know that, that, and many yeah. of us. Some of us know think that. they know that, but they don't. Time. Uh, they have a hard time accepting that fact. So yeah. right, right. I would rather mentor and work with someone who's you know on the right path and doing all the right things. But there's more value in life and more happiness when you're helping someone who's off the path get mm-hmm. on the proper path. And Norma is diligent about that. She is passionate about it. And oh yeah. It's exciting to watch her do what she does. It's exciting to be a part of her team and to be able to to definitely um, grow that whole idea for children. Right. So she's creating a legacy. Right. She is um, she is building a village, and it takes a village to build a village. So I. Yeah, I can't say anything more other than I have uh, so much respect and love for Norma. Right. And I have her book, Young Lives, on the line on my desk as we speak. And mm-hmm. on the way through it, and some just amazing stories there. So, uh, Nikki, I thank you so much for your time today. It is exciting to see all the things that you're doing. And thank you. I know, I know you've got many other things up your sleeve. So, I know <laughs> that you can... You're going to be expanding internationally. The state will be the start. But someone with a connection like you do, a network like you have, and passion like you have, I think we're going to see shows from various cities and countries of the world. Yeah, well, you, you may even see me at the altar. I, I, I was inspired when I was at the wedding. I didn't catch the bouquet, but I think um, I'm close to, <laughs> very good. to doing something Thanks very so similar. Thanks so much for being on the show today, Nikki. Again, Nikki Clark Network.com, N-I-K-K-I-C-L-A-R-K-E Network.com.
visit the website. You're doing amazing things, and you'll get a lot of value by going to that website. And Tom, I want to thank you for giving me this opportunity, and and you continue to do your great work for the community, and you're creating a legacy for uh, many people. So thank you, and I look forward to seeing more of the great projects that you're involved in. And having you on the show. we got to work Woo-hoo. that out. I'm going to look forward to that. Have okay, yourself an sure. amazing day, Nikki. I appreciate it. Take oh, care. Oh, you're welcome. Take care. Thank you for listening to this episode of Journey to Success Radio. If you or anyone you know would like to be interviewed for the show, email tom at tomtootall.com for details.